Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Arts Action Week in Minnesota. The arts have taken a huge hit over the last two years. 57% of creative workers went on unemployment during COVID, and Minnesota lost $2.2 billion in revenue. Help Minnesota Citizens for the Arts pass the bill to grant COVID relief to the arts and cultural groups who were hurt by the pandemic. It's Arts Action Week, and we need your help to show that people across the state want to see funding for the arts. Learn more and sign up at artsmn.org or use my talk keyword, arts. Is a my talk dirt alert. Holly, how's hello, it going? Holly. Oh, hello, everybody. Hello. The game's hello. all here. Here. All right, and we're going to do a little dirt alert. Let's talk about who's going to be performing at the Grammys on Sunday, April 3rd. All right. Perhaps some of these acts will entice you to tune in. The Brothers Osborne, BTS, Brandi Carlisle, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X with Jack Harlow, and Olivia Rodrigo. I think yes. so. Sure. I'm so Yes, I-, I like that mix. You do, Lar? I do. Yeah. I, I love. I love. I like a good mix. We got all genre music, and we don't even know what other people are going to be showing right. up. What about you, Julia? What yeah. do you think? Sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. Why not? Now remember, the Grammy Awards taking place at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Because the Crypto.com arena, oops, when people were rearranging the kitchen because of COVID concerns, well, it turned out that the Grammys couldn't compete with the Lakers and the Clippers. <laughs> it's like, oh. I, I bet they're, Vegas is probably very happy since that town has lost a lot of money with Adele's no-show. Oh, sure, right. They're like, come on in, folks, even, it, even though it is at Caesars Palace's competitor. But that's okay. Right. It'll bring in so many people. Yes, it will. So that's fun. I'm sure that there are going to be more acts announced later. Trevor Noah is going to be hosting the whole shindig again that Sunday, April 3rd. The Grammys on CBS. And you can also watch it on Paramount Plus if you're so inclined. Keith Richards has quit smoking. He did like a couple years ago. Well, he's talking about it on CBS Sunday morning, and he said that he has more stamina now. And as far as quitting, he just said he just put the hammer on it. Isn't that like a a da? (laughs) (laughs) He said, my voice is stronger and I can get more air. That's Um, true. Duh. I'm sorry I didn't save it for your next segment. (laughs) No, 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 I know. I did. No, I didn't even give it to Lori, but I was just reading. I read through that and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. 
55 years. He, he must be smoking like, um, like just like some, I don't know, like a, one of those fake movie cigarettes when he's up on stage. Cause he does like to have a lit butt in his mouth and just play the guitar. It's it probably ha- a prop cigarette now. It does have a look to it and yeah. an aesthetic. Yeah, but he did say yeah. of smoking, he said, it's funny, I don't even think about it much anymore. He said, you know, a bell rings sometimes in his head, and apparently that happened, and he just said, hey, pal, enough. I don't miss it. So that makes him I feel good. I can't imagine but how after many cigarettes he smoked. 55 years? I mean... Boy, that's amazing. He said he gave up heroin in 78, stopped mm-hmm. cocaine after the accident when he fell out of the tree, and had to have brain surgery and the metal plate in his skull in 2006, and now the cigarettes. I've given up everything, oh. which is a trip itself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he hasn't given up guitar, so keep playing, Keith. There keep you playing. go. There you go. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read this book called A Lady's Guide to Selling Out. No. No. This, I'm going to look it up, though. Please. So this is a novel that came out in 2018, and it's being called A Mix of Mad Men Meets Devil Wears Prada. And Meg Ryan mm. is going to be directing the movie adaptation of this book. Okay, Lori, you will recognize the cover. I don't think we ever, we never read it, though. You'll recognize the cover. Sally Franson. But you do have like a tickler file of like maybe perhaps this came across the desk at one point. I, I recognize it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Meg Ryan is going to be directing this. Cool. And this is going to be her second movie that she's directed since she did the movie Ithaca in 2015. Did you guys see that movie? No. Okay. But her son Jack was in it, I believe. Yeah, I don't think it really went anywhere. That's right. But This looks better. Yes, this looks better. So according to a review from Entertainment Weekly, that book uh, mixes elements of the bold type, Mad Men, and the Devil Wears products. Totally fun. Yeah, super fun. Mm -hmm. Jamie Dornan is talking about his ex-roommate Robert Pattinson and Robert Pattinson's comment that he used to receive pity invites from his old flatmates after he became famous. Now, Jamie Dornan is setting the record straight on this. He told Entertainment Tonight that Robert Pattinson was simply in a different league than him and his friends, including Andrew Garfield, Charlie Cox, and Eddie Redmayne, because he became famous from Twilight. What a yeah. what a bunch of fun roommates. I no know. Kidding. Right. And Jamie Dornan, you know, has anyone watched The Tourist on HBO Max? Nobody. Oh, I watched. Yeah, we I'm watched almost, the first two yeah. episodes. They were amazing. I've got one left. It's pretty good, Holly. I think you'd like it. I fell asleep during it. Yeah. So okay, I'm, there you go. I'm sure it is. It is kind of quiet. It's out in the outback in Australia. Yeah, just that first episode. But you recommend? I, I like it. Cool. Did, did you I guys- like him. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that he's kind of uh, escaping the shadows of Christian Grey in the Fifty Shades of Grey series. But he's he owns that. He said that got me open so many doors for me. I mean, he well, says I'm not gonna say. I mean, that role got me someplace. Well, I'm glad he that should it's getting- take a pay. Don't you think he should just quit talking about it? It was so long ago. He so d- what? Who cares? He doesn't. Someone asked him about it, but instead of being well, embarrassed a- by it, like other people, like yeah, whatever, he owns it. But he's answered it a million times. I'm just saying that's a boring, lazy question. Okay, Lori, when we interview him, we're not going to say, how did you like to be Christopher Gray? 
You're just going to leave Christian it on the table. Gray. Christian Gray, I'm just going to say, I want you to take me to the Red Room of Pain. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Hello. But I didn't read those books. Uh-uh. No, not at all. Uh-uh. Julia is pure of eyes, mind, oh, and right. heart. <laughs> we had, I think Colleen even did a show on Saturdays about Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? The books were a phenomenon. They were a phenomenon. We talked about them all the time. Well, you know, and interestingly enough, that Robert Pattinson playing the Twilight character and then his roommate, Jamie Gornan, Dornan, excuse me, going on to play the the sexy version of that same character. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I quit Twilight because there wasn't enough sex. Well, that's what Fifty Shades of Grey is. It's that's like, right. where are my horny vampires? Oh, okay, we'll go over here. Instead. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. All right, we'll be right back, gang. What's happening out there with the track? Now that it is Tuesday, we got to get to these. Open up the books, guys. Uh, duh. 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 This duh. is the study duh. of duh with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, duh. Okay, Joy, I really am sorry to bring this to you, Julia, but I can't help it that this was a recent article published in Environmental Research, which is, you know I love that one. It, what does it say? Going to a vacation spot is really good for your mental health? <laughs> Julia, well said. you know my research that I love well. Here's it's serious. The, well, duh. This is what they call I know it okay. is a duh. Yeah. They call it blue spaces cure the blues. Water. So I know it seems like a duh. Yep. But yes, walking along the beach improves mood and well being. And I would imagine this would include lakes, rivers, anywhere there's water. They call right. it blue space. So it's not just enough to have your green space because it isn't quite the same field feel excuse me like walking around you know in a field outside on a nice day as it is if you're by water they call it blue spaces and it improves your mood and well-being and it was studied and published in the environmental research novel and i or research um journal and i love that you are able to read my mind and know what uh study of dumb i'm gonna bring. That was well, impressive. I, but i i know her well when she's prefaced it with i'm sorry to bring this to you but i would agree <laughs> well with said. this i think water is amazing i think it is mm-hmm. i think it's one of the most soothing places you know looking out at the ocean or looking at a lake or walking along the river yeah a river anything even a pond i yeah. have a pond in my backyard right. you guys and my neighbors and i for the last two years have been clearing out all this buckthorn and invasive species and sure. now i have this beautiful view of this just it's a small little man-made pond right but i yeah. literally sit out there and forget everything and it's not even a lake not an ocean but you're right blue spaces it, they, clear the blues they do even a pool if you have a blue bottom i mean it's amazing to me i and that's why blue is like the world's favorite color Lori. we know blue is always used in advertising because yes, it's so soothing and packaging blue is mm-hmm. blue blue rocks all right. It does. I believe okay, you. Okay, so that's a little study of Doug. Yes. Just, I start, I go easy on us for this okay. first one. Now, this next one, I have long, this has always been a theory of mine, dancing men 
get laid more often, but now in the world of online dating, men don't have to try as hard. And there's uh, always been, sometimes there a reluctance amongst men, young men, like I've always told all the young men in my life, nephews and what have you, at about the age when they might start doing some dancing, dance. Women, people love, not just women, people love people who dance. It's a good thing to have. Well, listen to this research, Jules. Okay. Okay, dancing. And this is was done. They studied boys that were in different dance groups of various ages between 1990 and 2008. Oh, okay, so time. that's a good okay. long time. Yeah. And what they discovered is that it's that... It helps men identify their masculinity. So it what it does is it teaches a guy body language. It teaches you, makes you aware of your body. Right. It makes you aware of other people's body language. It's just get foot loose and bust a, a move, but it helps guys understand their own masculinity, their own that understands what other people is, and of course, in the olden days, and it still would help in the new days. It help you, you know, meet meet somebody, right? Do you think yeah, that help? Do, do you think that's because it gives men confidence to yes. be even more open to their feminine side or or whatever, which makes them more attractive to women because they're not so. If a guy can dance, yeah, I'm not so broody. Blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah, you're I more get comfortable that. in your body. There you go. Yeah, yes, I like and, that. And women pick up on that immediately, yep. and even even if you're a guy who dances like Elaine, it at least shows you have the confidence. To get out there and try and dance. Like one of the things I always, always remember. So growing up on a military base, if you were stationed overseas, Sunday afternoons at the NCO clubs were highly exciting. They had bingo and a kiddie dance. And the dads whose dads would get out there and dance. And my dad knew the mashed potato and the hitchhiker and the Watusi. I mean, my dad was a great dancer because he was a teenager in the 50s. But my dad was always the first dad to get out on the dance floor right. and dance. And we just thought it was like so great. And then he'd get the other dads out there because mm -hmm. you just you're feeling the music. So it's it's good for masculinity. So try I love it, people. Love mm -hmm. it. All right. OK. OK. Julia, I don't even know how to share this study of dad with you. It's so obvious. What? So, so obvious. <laughs> what? what do we got here? Okay. Do you know a lot of people who drink their water anymore in water bottles? Or are you seeing more and more at the gym? And I know I've certainly seen it here in Hawaii. Everybody has a container. Their plastic, or yeah. not their plastic, but yes. some kind of a refillable, reusable yes. water bottle. Yes, yes, yes. Why? Because water tastes crappy in the plastic bottles. That's what they find out. If you even leave them in any kind of sun for even five or ten minutes, it changes the taste. Well, I always thought it. I I do it for the environment. Yeah. Yes. And the waste it factor. Does, it does change the taste. Okay. They said 
that there is a chemical substance uh, found in the most popular soft plastic reusable bottles, um, and sometimes as many as 400 different substances. So even if you're using a reusable plastic thing, you're better off getting some kind of these aluminum ones or ones that might keep it a little bit of cold. But, yeah, they did the research. This was out of uh, Copenhagen's Department of Plant Environmental (laughs) Sciences. Yes. Is that there's so many substances just in plastic. Yeah. And they want better regulation. All right. You're not alone there. I mean... Not for water, but for me, I will. I ref, like when we get a soda out or a pop for Minnesota. For Minnesota mm-hmm. I can. I cannot stand a pop out of a plastic bottle. You get that cold aluminum can. Way better. Yes. Even fountain pop is way better. But when I drink pop out of a, you know, plastic bottle, yeah. plastic. it just it does not taste the same. Right. And so not only just water. Right. I feel like it's in pop as well. Well, it's plastic yeah. bottle. Plastic, yeah. Plastic bottle. yeah. Thank you, Laurie. Yeah, this was published in the Journal of Hazardous Materials, a, 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 a journal I, I do not like going to. No, I believe you. I believe you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have some concert news that I think people are going to want to know about. You're listening to Lori and Julia. This is My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. This is might be our going out song now for the next week or so. Um, that's it is. Nice? It's lovely. It's lovely. So what, is it even 1 o'clock there yet, Laura? Julia, it is, um, yeah, like 1248, huh? <laughs> I can't imagine. That's I'm like just, when we start working no, here, you know? Like well, when we come here, yeah, we start, I mean, we start here, in the morning. Yeah. That is, I think it would just be refreshing to be done by that time. Oh. My goodness. So thanks, well, everyone. I, I am getting up at 536. Well, I, yeah. Get in, you know, my my little... I'm not doing much exercising. It's mostly snack exercising, but I am walking. But, mm-hmm. you know, I brought some equipment. Do you think I've used a thing of no. it? And I got a little sheet, how to work out the wiggly bits on no. your vacation. You Have I care. done it? No. no. <laughs> You're on vacation, sort of. Okay, so here's a couple of the concerts that were announced today. Um, Duran Duran is coming, and they're only going to 14 places around the um, United USA this summer. There's a 14-city tour on Friday, August 19th, they're going to be at Treasure Island Amphitheater. So it's a Friday night thing. If you guys are interested okay, in the love tickets, they you call it an amphitheater. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's got ample space for an amphitheater or whatever. <laughs> well called. played. Thank you. Well played. Friday, March 25th. Um, next Friday, they go on sale. And then another thing is that Lyle Lovett and his, oh God, remember Simon Bond, his large band is coming yeah. to um, the State Theater on a Saturday night in July, July Ooh. 23rd. So some music is coming through here. And then to and that ne- goes on sale Friday? No, next Friday for Treasure next Island. Friday. And this one Ooh. goes on sale sometime soon. Just go check it out if you okay. want to go. All right. Sometime soon. And then tonight on This Is Us... Um, Milo is going to direct his very first episode, which is airing tonight. And um, each of the Pearson siblings are going to have their own spotlight. And tonight it's on Kevin. And Milo is Mm. directing it. But um, then the next week, Manny Moore is going to direct one. And then Justin Hartley is going to direct one. So they're all kind of mixing them 
out, but isn't this is our ass? This is us, good Lori. Oh, I love that show. I love, I love it. it so much. I, I, I don't it. want it to end. In fact, I'm thinking about saving them all and not watching any while I'm here. And then don't. Until I get home. Don't save them. I mean, save that's them. you know what. Riddle me this: What was Justin Hartland, Hartley and his wife doing in lookalike tuxedos at the Critics' Choice Awards? They didn't have anyone to dress her, so they oh. just decided she should just—you know—the tuxedo look is in, Laurie. I didn't mind okay. it at all because I would have won it. Two hot people in their thirties don't need to dress like two people in their eighties in their matching flamingo outfits, okay? <laughs> but they weren't. They were tuxedos, which are classic and look good on just about everybody. Ah. Uh, I thought no, she looked good. I think it was him trying to like calm her down about the fact that he's so much prettier than she is. Oh my! <laughs> Look at you. Well, you're used to that, right? <laughs> oh, that was good. But you know, he is so breathtaking in person. He he is. He's breathtaking on TV. I know he is, but in person, <laughs> you should see him in real he's life. Oh, I can imagine. Does he smell good? It'd be yeah. It'd be hard to be his woman. You'd just always be going, "Oh, everybody wants my man. Everybody <laughs> wants him." Okay, so um, a couple other things, Laurie. Um, mm-hmm. This sounded kind of good to me. Holy heist, and it's on Discovery Plus. It's a two-hour true crime documentary that revisits a 1993 armored car robbery in Rochester, New York, okay. where the cast of hidden characters includes a police, a priest, a priest, a boxer, an Irish rebel with IRA ties, and a suspicious guard who was kidnapped during the heist and released unharmed. Only 2 oh. million of the 7.4 million take was ever recovered. Holy heist. Wow. That kind of sounded good, didn't it? The beginning of it sounded like a joke. A, you know, I know. A, a priest. priest, a boxer, and so go to a bar. And what do they order? And what do they say? Have you guys uh, watched the show Upload yet? No. What's it on? So it is on Amazon Prime. This came out last... The season two came out on Friday. And I binged it all on Friday. Okay. There's, it is... Um, it, the first season came out in 2020. It was like a show that Amazon had kind of finished right before the pandemic. And it's about the situation where when you die you can either go to heaven or be uploaded into this digital world where you live on your life and carry on living your life forever and ever and ever as an avatar as an avatar and the only the rich really get to experience this because they get more access to this download world now it sounds really crazy but it's kind of a fun little love story there's only eight episodes in the first season seven in the second season they're about a half hour long and it's really witty it's really funny and it's about this just concept of what happens when you get uploaded rather than going to heaven and all the stuff that happens? Because you can still communicate with someone called an angel back on Earth. Oh, like heaven can wait. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's an interesting show and it came out last Friday and, and the did second you, season. And did I, you binge the second season? I binged it all this week and it was only, like I said, seven yeah. episodes, half hour long. It's fun. Okay, that's a fun... Just kind of a little escape for something tonight if you're yeah, looking for something to do. I love that. And, and, and Julia, like you, like you said, that number one show, Vikings Valhalla, oh. they've already you know filmed the second season. Yeah. Yep. And it's just going to be three seasons, and it's 11th century is when it is. And Yes, we were um, corrected yesterday. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, not the 17th, 18th, whatever. But they have taken some timelines time with some of the characters... Eric the Red and Prince Harold Sigerson, you know, some of this stuff they've taken some liberties with just for artistic license, but it's a great series. It's great, and the men are so H O T. 
Yeah. They are Sam Corlett, yeah. Leif Erickson, oh. and Prince Harold is Leo Sutter. Beautiful. And yeah, beautiful. And, and then and then Freitas, the sister. Oh, beautiful. Freitas Eric's daughter. This is, is these good. and there's sex on this too, guys. And there's nudity. Oh, yeah. Is there a little, yeah. little gore too? Some yeah, oh a lot of gore. Oh, yeah. A lot of gore. Lot of gore. It, it gore. is that I loved that show. I didn't want it to end. Yeah, I'm I, now, do you guys know why everybody their na- last name is either Hansen or er- Eric's daughter or S- Smithson or whatever? You know that about the Norwegian, yeah, or the Norse D O T T E R, daughter of Eric, Leif Erikson, son of Leif. I don't know what to just do with saying. that because my headphone came unplugged halfway through that. Well, I'm just saying that's how everyone got their name. Oh, it's daughter so, of. The son. Yeah. Son of Leaf, daughter of. Oh, so Eric's son. Oh, 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 yeah. I know. Oh, Lorraine. Look at that. Look at that. Little, little random thought there for the that. end of the show. Thanks, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Grant. Right, Every, everyone tomorrow. have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.